0: Roar
1: growl snarl bellow wow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast with literal eons of material to cover, and yet only about two minutes of prep work from us. My name is Matthew Donald, and each episode, I and a rotating set of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by the person who could probably go toe-to-toe with a dinosaur and win, <laughs> N- <laughs> Natasha Crack. <laughs>
2: well, that's... Uh... Putting it nicely, but I don't think I'd last against half those I creatures. I mean, you're a
1: black belt, right? That mm-hmm.
2: means nothing when it comes to dinosaurs and their raw muscle.
1: <laughs> I guess it all well, depends on the dinosaur. I guess if it's like a little little compsognathus, you could give it a good kick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a good question. Um, which uh, I could ask you because um, I always like to open up with a question that's about prehistoric creatures. What prehistoric creature would you want? to fight with and then you think you could win that's <laughs> so not necessarily one that like you know you could win but it's too easy like the kick and so- something that gives you a good fight but you're pretty confident you could win
2: hmm <laughs> well unfortunately the dinosaurs were all tooth and claw
1: exactly so so
2: there's no getting inside that you say five of their six ends were usually pointy unless you start getting to the armored dinosaurs in which case all six of their ends were pointing. Oh,
1: exactly. Yeah, like, even, like, yeah, even the little raptors, they still have those sickle claws. Yeah. So they can dig that in you, it can do some damage.
2: Even with knight-like armor, you really don't stand much chance.
1: Oh, I got one. Uh, Coelophysis. Have you heard of that one?
2: Coelophysis, those little buggers.
1: Yeah, they're, like I don't know, like, six or so feet long. They're not very big. They don't have the claws. They have kind of long necks. So you could just grab it <laughs> as if it would swerve. But it still has claws. So it could do if, some damage uh, if it tried to...
2: If you underestimate the muscles in a hind leg, I mean, we still have the southern cassowary for a reason.
1: That's true. That's true. So I think, I think Coelophysis might coelophysis
2: be good. might... A human might stand a chance in a fight.
1: Well, I think you might, too. You <laughs> Just give it... Like, it's got a small head. You just aim a good kick at it, <laughs> at its head, and then just go... <sighs> I
2: imagine the little buggers are quite agile though.
1: they're probably really fast yeah and this one and this is a fight so this one's trying to kill you something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not I'm just trying to run away
2: to a southern cassowary in which case ask all our friends in Australia yeah. what those uh, tend to do I'd,
1: I'd like to think a seal of ice is a slightly less dangerous than the cassowary because its claws aren't quite as big <laughs>
2: maybe but you know
1: so but you never know uh
2: I like to equate even the smaller dinosaurs to a cassowary or an right. emu or an ostrich. They're all dangerous. They do you think you could
1: us. beat do you think you could beat any of them in a fight? No. (laughs) At least you know your place. (laughs) Let's
2: just be honest. Anybody versus any of those birds, you're doomed. The Australians lost to the emu. That's right, the emu war. The emu war.
1: (laughs) That's right, yeah. In in case you weren't aware, listeners, there was a time where, like, I think a bunch of emus kept raiding these farmers' crops. And so, this was in the 1930s, I think? That
2: sounds about right. Let me pull it up.
1: Yeah. Bring it up. It's it's an interesting bit of dinosaur recent history. (laughs) (laughs) Dinosaurs fought a war and won. Thirty-two.
2: Nineteen
1: thirty-two. Okay. Thirty-two. They uh, yeah, the the emus kept coming in. The, and they, in Western Australia. Western Australia, the the farmers declared open season on emu to try and get rid of them.
2: And they lost. And then
1: they lost because the emus kept coming and they kept knowing to run, when to run away and they kept breeding and they,
2: yeah, and some
1: of them even fought back. There was like there were like battle plans from the farmers <laughs> to try and get their nest. It was a whole war and eventually it was declared emu victory. <laughs>
2: That's Australia. We expect. freaking Australia, anyways. We expect nothing short Um,
1: from them. Yeah, most Australians are ashamed of this part of their history. (laughs) (laughs) Or get a good laugh out of it. I've seen several internet jokes. That's true, that's true. Um,. Alright, so this uh, this week we're not talking about an emu, although that'd be probably pretty good. But we, usually, we save it for extinct animals, so <laughs> I guess, and we've proven we can't hunt down the emu, so who knows when it'll go extinct. <laughs>
2: after us!
1: Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, they're going after us. Um, uh, but instead we're talking about uh, the near-crested lizard, Parasaurolophus. Uh, it's a pretty famous one, one of the most famous ones with a particularly long name, but we paleo-nerds know that's nothing compared to some real mouthfuls. Like, how about, how about Micropachycephalosaurus? Yeah, those paleontologists. Or Eostreptospondylus. Or, and there's no way in hell I'm saying this right, Opistoceliocata.
2: Hey, that's better than I can do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, here, look at this thing.
2: I'm sure they're mashing a couple languages together.
1: Yeah, (laughs) opistocelioc.
2: Yeah, I'm not even trying. Yeah,
1: like, what is that thing?
2: <laughs> hey, paleontologist. Yeah. lay off the alcohol.
1: Well, and there's also just Yi, YI, so... Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. but at
2: least coming from China, that That's makes true, sense. China,
1: yeah. Uh, they, okay, so Paris Rolfus is a... Uh, is a hadrosaurid which is also informally known as a duck dinosaur it's one of the crested duck dinosaurs although we're finding out lately there's more of a blending between them They're, the line between them is more blurred than we might think mm-hmm. but I'm sorry Edmontosaurus which was thought for the longest time to be the quintessential crestless uh, duck-billed dinosaur we found it has a fleshy crest in the back <laughs> so
2: amazing what the fossil record can
1: preserve once in a while exactly <clears throat> um, it was 30 feet long or nine meters it was an herbivore as you know it's i don't know why i need to say diet most of the time it's pretty obvious one time it wasn't i did eoraptor do you remember eoraptor
2: vaguely it's the
1: very first dinosaur we think of. it's actually an omnivore i thought it was a carnivore but apparently it's an omnivore so you that, know
2: that, that makes sense
1: yeah the diet for that one was interesting it lived in the late cretaceous 76 to 73 million years ago it, it missed out on the meteor so that's good it just went extinct beforehand. What a loser!
2: Oh, no, didn't get to see the good part.
1: <laughs> exactly the real finale of the of the Cretaceous and and for a lot of animals, life in general. <laughs> uh, it was found in Alberta, Canada, New Mexico, and Utah, and also possibly China. There's un uh, it's unconfirmed fossils that look a lot like Parasolus. They could also be the the relative hmm uh, or it could
2: be a case of convergent evolution.
1: Exactly. So, which hasn't <clears throat> been
2: known to happen.
1: But um, the two uh, continents were linked, I think, back then. Uh, uh, the Bering Strait was still a thing. And uh, although... Hmm, um, actually, no, no, the Bering Strait been, wouldn't have been there because that's all about sea level. But I, there are a lot of there is a lot of overlap between Asia and North America in terms of dinosaur fossils. So somehow they were connected. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it wouldn't be the barrier string, that's right, because that's that's that you know, sea level would have to be really low for that thing to be down. That's what happened in the Ice Age. Yes. And this is dinosaur times, there were no polar ice caps, so the sea levels were quite higher than they are now. It was described in 1922, uh, funny thing, I'm writing a story that takes place in 1922 currently, uh, I'll just leave it at that, who, who needs context? <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> uh, context is for the poosers.
1: <laughs> exactly, it's for cowards, somehow, I don't know how. Um... <laughs> Pop culture appearances a lot, such as Jurassic Park, first movie onward, although it's only briefly seen the first movie.
2: Uh, it's more famous in Land Before Time, thanks to a little dinosaur named
1: Ducky. Well, that's the thing. I was actually going to bring Land Before Time up, but it's actually contentious, whether that's a office or not, because huh. the crest is a lot shorter.
2: Well, mind you, understanding of dinosaurs has come a long way, even since the
1: 90s. Right, um, but it could be, it, it probably is, based on the fact that... Um, All the other dinosaurs in that herd are very stock famous dinosaurs, like Mm. Apatosaurus, Triceratops, um, Stegosaurus. Well, and um, we
2: do actually see some proper Parasaurophilus in some of the movies.
1: Yeah, like, well, some of them, yeah, some of them, like, some of them they have the proper length crest, but some of them they have the really short crest. Like, you see Ducky's mother in the first movie, when she's hatching, and she also has a really short, kind of knobby crest. Ah. So... It's theorized that instead of Parasaurolophus, it's it's the Asian version, which has a similar looking crest. It's called just called Saurolophus. Huh. Because it looks a lot like a Saurolophus. But that'd be weird, though, because...
2: When was that one discovered?
1: It was discovered... That it was discovered... It, we knew about it then. Mm-hmm. Like, Parasaurolophus, as well as near crest lizard, also means like Saurolophus. Ah. So it was discovered before Parasaurolophus. Um, and, uh... But that'd be weird to have four very stock, famous dinosaurs and then one random weird one yeah, <laughs> in that group. Yeah, especially
2: without making it dramatically distinct. Yes. Because I know that they liked to do that, even with a similarly related species. Right. They liked drama because kids' movies. Right,
1: exactly. So but so it's contentious whether uh, that she's Ducky is a Parasaurolophus or a Saurolophus. I tend to think she is a Parasaurolophus, though, because of the whole, like, yeah... It, that makes it five stock dinosaurs, and also that's just a weird choice, and also it could be an artistic d- decision.
2: It, it could be because you know sometimes in movies, mm-hmm. um even with the fossils, we can't tell male from female. The fossils, right?
1: Exactly, and I think they think that the Parasaurolophus females did have a lot shorter crest. They weren't quite that short,
2: probably not.
1: But they were shorter, so that's maybe what Don Bluth or the other animators might have heard and just made it really short. So, so. maybe
2: they also were. Playing sarcastically on a bun on the end of Ducky's mother's crest. Right, exactly. Sarcastically.
1: Maybe I don't know. So uh, somebody
2: get the animators on the phone. Let's <laughs> talk dinosaurs. Let's find
1: out what they what their secret is with this. What was it going on in their minds as they were animating this? <laughs> uh, as well as there's also the. Uh, the quote unquote live action uh, hardcore version, Disney's dinosaur. They oh, were in I that. Remember that. I love that movie. Some that people don't like m- like it, but I love it. For the music
2: what it was, it was a fun movie.
1: The music's amazing in that yes. movie. Like and,
2: and they had some pretty decent voice actors, I'll give them that. And
1: also really good graphics, even at the time. Like for even the, even now it still looks pretty good. It still
2: holds up decently. It's aging well. Yes. Uh, not a lot of movies age well.
1: Right. We've all got that list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I said, it was also in the first Jurassic Park movie and all of them onwards. Although in the first movie it's only seen in the distance after you see the Brachiosaurus for the first time and then he looks yeah. at the lake and there's the herd and he says they're moving in herds. Mm. That's when you see Parasaurolophus yeah, there. Only
2: a glance though. Yeah, exactly. No, so I but... suspect that one was on a computer and a green screen, but oh, yeah, I but don't know. Later
1: on, yeah, they've had them more in, uh, later movies. Uh, like in The Lost World, they, they rope one down and uh-huh. like.
2: Yes, I do remember that. I know they also make some pretty distinct appearances in Dinotopia.
1: Oh, that's true. Yes, they do. Yes. Um, but Dinatopia is also good that uses famous ones and also really obscure ones. So that's yes. neat. Um.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times
1: Uh, As the duck-billed dinosaurs, as I said That's hence where Ducky got her name Uh, But while it's a pretty famous member, it's actually probably one of the Probably the most famous one It's also kind of a rare find Fossil-wise, like only known from a handful Of good specimens Mm. Which is kind of interesting Uh, Presumably it lived in herds, though Despite only finding it rarely Because we have evidence of other hadrosaurs living in herds, too Browsing on leaves and getting eaten by tyrannosaurids Like (laughs) like, alabertosaurus On a daily basis, I presume (laughs)
2: Probably, depending on, you know, if we could find out the hit rate of the Allosaurus. Right.
1: I'm assuming, Well, most of the time in documentaries and other movies, these kind of dinosaurs are just mainly cannon fodder for the, yeah. for the uh, meat eaters. Yeah. That's one of the things I was trying to avoid in uh, my books, my Megazote books, which I'll talk about later. I was like, the, one of the main characters is an Amatosaurus, which is another duck villain. He can go toe-to-toe in a fight several times.
2: I mean, that's the fun of fiction, though. Right. We can change it up
1: well like uh, yes in, in my books it's a sci-fi so one of the things is he does have a gun so that that would also help but <laughs> there's one instance in the third book where he loses his gun and he has to and he's, and what does I say like there's this enemy that he has to beat it's like this big robot and he's like true he, lo- he had to relinquish his gun but he was still a six ton dinosaur <laughs> and so he goes towards it with his bare hands, and <laughs> so
2: yes, that scene I remember actually attempting to draw that one out. Oh, that's right, something of a
1: Megazord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Hint, I'm a total Power Rangers nerd. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so as for what the hell this dias- this is big long tube like head crest is for, there are a few theories. Mm-hmm. Some doofuses at first thought that it was used as a snorkel. <laughs> Since they thought dinosaurs were more water-based back in the day, but... I
2: actually saw some books as a kid in the 90s with those illustrations. It's actually pretty hilarious. It
1: is, because they also forgot to check a very important detail. There was no hole at the top.
2: No, there's no hole at the top of the head at all.
1: <laughs> like, kind of puts a damper on that theory.
2: I mean, I'm sure they did spend some time grazing aquatic <laughs> vegetation, but they sure as heck couldn't breathe.
1: Yeah, exactly. Although, the, there was sound through because it went through the nasal chambers so a lot of times we think it's used for amplifying their cries for communication as well as for visual used for visual display like like i said the males mm-hmm. had bigger ones than the females so well,
2: based on the fact that we have done mris and ct scans of their skulls and shown yeah. all that to me it would make more sense for communication
1: right and like it's a mixture of communication and display because a lot of there there were several um, duckbills that had similar crests, but some of them had very different ones, so. This is
2: true, some were quite insane.
1: So some of them were more for display, but, but some of them were also for that. Also, sometimes it's depicted with a skin flap from the back of the crest to the neck.
2: Yeah, I've seen those depictions.
1: Although, others say this idea sounds unlikely, but I like it with a skin flap, though, so sue me.
2: <laughs> eh, I mean, to each their own, and until it's proven otherwise... Fun with that.
1: Why not? Have it have feathers back there. Nah, probably not. <laughs> nah, probably not. Not with
2: this species. It doesn't seem likely to have feathers.
1: <laughs> right. Although you never know. I think they've read that possibly feather like um I think I have read, read there was a species of pterodactyl that was found to have feathers. Not like a lot of them, they have what are called pycnofibers, I think. Uh-huh. Or pycnofibers, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I've heard
2: those, and I've heard the name proto feather before.
1: Right. Uh, so they think they had more like hair, but one of them actually they they confirmed it is feathers, which is huge because pterodactyls and dinosaurs are closely related. They're but, not the same thing, but back in the day there was a branch that they split apart from each other, and that implies that th- that that that. Branching reptile did have feathers, too, if both pterodactyls and dinosaurs had feathers.
2: That means pterodactyls even carried the gene for it.
1: Right. Which also means if it was even that far back that there were feathers, it could potentially mean that all dinosaurs had feathers in some way. This is
2: true, and that could make things very interesting.
1: Although, long necks I find it a bit hard to believe that they had feathers. I
2: believe... Yeah, or I've... any
1: creature that big, because of, like, insulation, you'd overheat.
2: Yeah, even to say it had a downy coating, that seems like it would be pushing it.
1: I mean, like, elephants, they don't have much fur, so... Well, no,
2: they have a few stray hairs here and there.
1: Yeah. Like, so that's the thing. Maybe it had, like, a... Maybe the Longrocks had, like, a sort of, like, a lining of feathers up their head and back, maybe? That's possible.
2: Or even little, just, tufts here and there. On their tail,
1: yeah, or something, yeah, but... Tail, knees, sometimes. Sometimes I draw them with that, um, but... Yeah, so maybe Parasaurolophus had feathers, although I don't know where. One th- creature that I'm dinosaur, I'm assuming probably didn't have feathers, based on how it looks, is probably the Ankylosaurus. <laughs> yeah, most likely. I mean, like, we've got things like where rhinos would, around today. Yeah, where would they be? Like, where would those feathers be? I don't think they'd have <laughs> yeah, that at that's, all. Yeah, Just, that's...
2: I know that Ankylosaurus and crocodiles aren't related, but heaven's sake. <laughs> Even a crocodile has no
1: place for feathers. Exactly. Um... Yeah, so that's basically uh, Parasaurolophus. Uh, we had a lot to talk about in this one, actually, more so than Giganotosaurus With last time you were on, which was kind of weird.
2: Ah, this one's better known, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Um. Although, it, yeah, maybe I don't know. But so we're at to we're at the point of where everyone's favorite part of the show, maybe I don't know, uh, where we rate it one out of sixty-five million. Uh, for whatever reason we like, uh, I, I I like to bring in you know different reasons why, and one of the reasons I brought up before is sexiness. And this one, I mean, no, that, 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 uh, that, uh, crest is pretty sexy. So that I think it's it points awesome for that. Crest. <laughs> nice I'm also going to say
2: a lot of points for the fact that all the theories this poor thing went through.
1: Right. And but, even still exist. Right. But uh, at the same time though, I'm, I think I might give it like a 45 million just because there was the, that one I was mentioning that Chironosaurus from Asia. Mm-hmm. It's like Parasaurolophus, but bigger. Like, it was, like, 40 feet long. So, this one isn't even the best version of it. It's well-known, but also that whole thing with Land Before Time with Ducky, that makes it all yeah. confusing. So, I'm gonna give it 45 million.
2: I'll give it about a 40. It just loses points for that insane
1: snorkel theory. Yeah. I mean, that's not its fault, but... No! <laughs> but...
2: No. And it's, it's almost too well known.
1: Oh, right. So, so when we eventually do T Rex, you're going to be like, hot take, 10 million.
2: Ah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it depends on if I'm in for that one. But uh, no, well, no, we'll see. Maybe in the comment section. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Speaking of uh, comments, we can talk about how you can get a hold of us here. Uh, you can email us at matchd at com. if you want to find me on social media. Uh, follow me at Matthew Creator on Facebook, at mathedon64 on Twitter, and mathedon64 on Instagram. Uh, you can email me, you can email Natasha. Uh, we ask her, give her some dinosaurs to fight. <laughs> so, um...
2: Oh, come on, I know people who would put up a more entertaining fight than me. I'm just a sorry uh, sod
1: Okay. Well, we started their journey. Email her to get those people involved in your dino <laughs> fighting ring. Uh, also, uh, uh, if you're interested in writing, I have another podcast called The Whip where two twits talk about writing. The other twit is not present, but I'm trying to get them in. Uh, still only it's a matter of time. I'm gonna hold his family hostage now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the internet. Nobody takes us seriously. Or, or too. They might take us too seriously. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh my gosh, the FBI's on our doors. Ah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, those numbers who take us too seriously need to lighten up a bit.
1: Yeah, just come on. Come hang
2: out in Colorado.
1: The world's too serious as it is. Yeah, hang. Yeah, come to Colorado. Get high. (laughs) It's legal
2: if we don't care. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, finally, uh, as we mentioned, I uh, mentioned earlier, I have a book series on Amazon, a Megazug, who, as Natasha mentioned, she illustrated to uh, every, at the top of each chapter is a little picture that shows, it says a little bit about the chapter, kind of like Harry Potter is what I was going for. Uh, yeah, so you can find it on Amazon for print and Kindle. Leave a, leave a review. Give it a buy, support it, or don't. You know, live your lives. (laughs) It's a free country. (laughs) But, you know, it's also a capitalistic country, so I would very much appreciate you to uh, give some of your hard money. Support your local artists. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a hard world for us. Anyways, that's it for this episode. As we say at the end of every episode of Paleobites,
2: I don't
1: know what that was. Oh, very fitting for Parasaurolophus. Oh, that sounded like a moose.